And now, from our studios in Kansas City, Sci-Fi For Me Radio is live from the bunker. I hit one button too soon. Welcome, everybody, and thanks for joining us. We are live from the bunker. Deep beneath world headquarters here. My name is Jason Hunt. I am the editor here at Sci-Fi for Me. Happy to have all of you here. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, Mr. and Mrs. America, all the ships at sea, conversationalists across the future plane, captains courageous and princes of the universe. I think I've covered everybody there. Good to have all of you with us. If you are with us live, the chat is open. If you're here by Memorex, that's okay too. We're available both as podcast or on various different video platforms. You can watch and replay and you can leave us a comment. And as always, you can send us an email live from the bunker at sci-fi for me.com is that want us to give a shout out to all of our listeners around the world, Germany, UK, Australia, India, the Ukraine. Keep your heads down over there. It's It's been interesting to watch over the last few years especially, but mostly mostly in the last year and a half, couple of years. The the cancellation, the gaslighting and the various different shenanigans that have been going on online at social media. And the, the mainstream media is part of that, but also the, the video platform, YouTube, which is out here. And I'm, yes, we're broadcasting to YouTube, but YouTube has had its problems for us as well. So a lot of people have been looking for alternatives. And we seem to have found one we're pretty happy with, and we're going to talk about it today. Drew Hancock joins us this uh, afternoon. He is the community coordinator at Odyssey. Welcome. Good afternoon, sir. Hey, good afternoon. Thanks for inviting me on. Well, I wanted to, uh, I wanted to take a few minutes to just kind of, kind of not, not really do an hour infomercial for Odyssey because there are, there are advantages to the various different alternative platforms, Vimeo and Rumble and that sort of thing. But Odyssey to me seems to be a little bit more smaller creator, indie creator friendly than the others. Uh, Rumble, for example, you have to pay a fee in order to be able to live stream. You know, there are, there are the different hurdles that you have to get past in order to be able to do certain things. And honestly, it doesn't seem like you have to do too much of that. Yeah. So that's very much a conscious thing. I think if you look at a website like YouTube now, and you look at the homepage on YouTube and you're totally signed out, you're going to see corporate news. You're going to see Jimmy Kimmel. You're going to see corporate content. And that's kind of what YouTube is becoming. They're this big cable TV, but on the internet thing. And I think with Odyssey, what we are trying to be is we're trying to be like what YouTube was 10 years ago, whenever I grew up watching YouTube, to where it was just normal people uploading content, uh, just being themselves. We don't want to prioritize uh, these big corporate channels. We don't really want to favor like anything like that. We just want it to be a normal place for normal people to upload what they want. Now, I remember uh, when this thing first showed up, 
it's it's connected to library. So what what I want to do is kind of go through the timeline of how Odyssey was developed, what the goals were at the beginning of it, because you know every now and again YouTube will change their algorithm, they'll change their rules. We've been demonetized and remonetized because the qualifications and the criteria changed. And people get frustrated because, you know, the copyright claim can get abused, the DMCA stuff, the 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 uh, uh, the false flagging and, and that sort of thing. That that happens all the time over on YouTube. You know, we gonna we're gonna mass report, you know, they get brigading on, on various channels and people dogpile and whatnot. But the the Odyssey platform comes out of the library platform if i understand that right so how how are the two different and how are they connected so library i wouldn't call a platform there are platforms built on library like library desktop there used to be library tv but library in itself is a technology um so it's a technology it's this blockchain based thing and other people can build platforms off of it odyssey is just a video platform built on library you also have i know there's hound.fm is like a music streaming service off of it there's uh library worm there are other services built off of library but at its core library is just a technology that you can build off of um so that is what odyssey is so they did have library tv before then at a certain point they said hey library tv isn't working let's try to do a totally new thing and that's where odyssey came from okay all right so uh so when i had my youtube material feeding to library l l b r y is how it was spelled that yep. you're saying that's gone odyssey has replaced that then no, so library still exists and your stuff is still going to library. It's just that Odyssey is pulling that from library to show up on Odyssey. Okay. Likewise, anyone else could make their own platform built on library and they could also pull that channel. So I know that there's a new service that pulled up. I don't remember what it's called that was built on library. That's like only science channels. So they're also taking these science channels that are on the library blockchain, the same ones that are on Odyssey. They're taking them from library too. And now they're on this new platform that's just for science stuff. Now you mentioned blockchain, so let's let's look at that for just a second because there are still some people out there, and I am among them, um, who have a little bit of trouble wrapping their heads around the the idea of blockchain. It's, now we we usually hear blockchain in the context of cryptocurrency, and now yep. that crypto is basically collapsing, the bottom's falling out, and everybody's like, "Well, what about this? What is this blockchain thing then?" So, in layman's terms, explain it to me like I don't know anything about what I'm talking about because I don't. Uh, yeah. The blockchain, as I understand it, there's pieces of data every time there's some kind of a transaction that builds on stuff that came before it. So, it's harder to, it's harder to alter it. It's harder to... Um, counterfeit things what how exactly does blockchain work so there's a couple of things i want to say on this so first off uh as far as the blockchain goes in odyssey you don't have to know anything about blockchain to use odyssey like uh if you don't know anything about that stuff and you just want a video platform to where you can come on and upload stuff i mean it works just like that you come in click upload videos are there you can watch videos like videos comment on videos so uh, you don't have to know anything about blockchain to use Odyssey. A lot of our creators who I have talked to 
didn't even know anything about the blockchain aspect until after it was mentioned to them. Uh, we have users who come in and find out about Odyssey, you know, just through finding videos or stuff, and they don't know anything about the blockchain aspect. They say, hey, there's this weird token in the top right corner. I don't know what that is. Um, so I want to make that clear. And the other thing is that I wasn't around when library was developed, so I can't speak to it as well as someone who works for library like Jeremy or somebody. Right. Um, so as far as the ins and outs of how library work, that I can't really speak to. I know that blockchain people do typically talk about it in terms of cryptocurrency. Whenever library was really created, kind of the idea behind it was there are other use cases for blockchains besides just currency and information sharing and video sharing is what it turned into. That's one of them. And that's kind of how library got started. But on library, you can share uh, PDFs, uh, CAD files, like anything. Okay. But uh, for me specifically, I was originally a library employee. I didn't have anything to do with the blockchain, but mm -hmm. I'm just all the Odyssey video platforms. So that's a little bit outside of my wheelhouse. Right. So so what what exactly do you do as the community coordinator there? Because that seems like a, a, a fancy catch-all. I mean, I hear that and I hear I hear account support i hear marketing i hear pr i hear social media what what is the community coordinator doing these days so part of it part of just working for a small company is that if there's something that needs to be done then you know someone just has to step in, up and do it so it's a lot of that yeah. um as far as community coordinator goes so there's social media stuff so here in the past three weeks i've just had complete control over the twitter accounts i do that i manage the subreddit um you know social media outlets like that the official channel posts are pretty much all me every now and then julian or someone will give me a post and say hey drew upload this but for the most part the channel posts and stuff are all me uh besides that there is creator support there is account support uh answering people's questions and things i do a lot with the categories on the sidebar so what you see on the sidebar featured pop culture artists that's pretty much all me um but yeah and then just if something needs to be done then I'll do stuff. So how do you determine what goes on this front page? I mean, I'm seeing I'm seeing some of our videos, but I'm I'm logged in on our account. And I'm probably going to see some of our stuff here and, you know, some different some different accounts that we're following on Odyssey. How do you determine what goes here? How often does the churn happen, and and are you uh, are you constantly updating what kind of categories you're putting this stuff in? Because I remember one at one point, you guys had had created I think the the universe category that was sort of like a catch-all. It didn't fit anywhere else. It just dropped in there. And and we've been in a couple of different places. So how do you decide what goes here? Yeah, that's a good. So as far as the categories themselves like pop culture artists whenever i first joined odyssey i think it was cheese big hits lab you know a bunch of stuff that isn't <laughs> right. there anymore right. um, as far as the categories i think it's just kind of what makes sense what we have a lot of channels of like pop culture everyone talks about movies and stuff artists we have people painting and all sorts of stuff like that as far as what appears in the categories it's for the most part automatic so we have a way to control it like if there's someone who uh you know like a channel about sci-fi I would say, oh, okay, this probably belongs here. And, you know, if it's not happening automatically, I can manually affect things like that. But for the most part, it is automatic. It's just like, okay, I set these parameters. So I want to see these kinds of channels and art. I want to see art channels. I don't want to see videos of people's dogs. So let me set this up so that that's what appears there. Yeah. Um, 
and then yeah beyond that it uh, kind of just works itself out and i mean i'm always thinking of new categories to add for the time being i think we're dead they told me to stop adding new categories so for the time being <laughs> i have to stop but uh yeah well you know it's it's job security you got to have something to do later right exactly listen i'll just keep on making i'll make like the smallest mo most minute categories there are i'll make one specifically for dogs specifically for hamsters specifically for whatever just got to keep doing something right <laughs> what kind of what kind of response have you gotten so far i mean it is has has the the user adoption been about what you guys expected in terms of how many people are using the platform because i'm i look at it and I see, I see a bunch of videos that I see over on YouTube, and the engagement is, is not near as much yet in terms of view counts and people who are following and that sort of thing. It's growing, and I know with you know all other platforms, you've got Rumble out there, you've got BitChute out there, you have DLive. So it seems like things are kind of starting to split off and democratize a little bit more, and in, in not, not democratize, but balkanize, really, where... You know, the political stuff is going over here and the pop culture stuff's going here and the gaming stuff's going over here. I mean, you've got Twitch that's basically bikinis and hot tubs at this point. So the video gamers have got to go someplace. What kind of response has Odyssey gotten so far? Has it met expectations, exceeded expectations? You got to tweak it a little bit to get more people using it or what? I mean, yes, our goal obviously would be like, oh, we want to have 4 billion people on and be the biggest video platform. Obviously, that's not going to happen overnight. Uh, we launched in December 2020. Um, I would say since then, I mean, it's been solid. We uh, definitely, I mean, we want to get bigger and we want to keep on growing. I think the important thing in terms of bringing people on is constantly developing the platform and constantly being like, hey, guys, here's this new feature we just put out. Here's this new thing we did. Oh, we fixed this, blah, blah, blah. And I think we've done a pretty good job of that for the most part. I mean, obviously, it could be better. Like, we could have a new feature every day or something. I don't know in terms of idealism versus what's realistic. Right. But we do have a dedicated core of people. And whenever I'm talking to creators and they say, hey, so what? It's just a YouTube backup. I'm just going to sync my videos. And, you know, if I ever get suspended, people can go over there. It's like, well, that can certainly be part of it. But at the same time, you have to realize we have our own dedicated user base who likes Odyssey and they're not going to watch you on YouTube. Yeah. If you come over to Odyssey, you're going to have access and you're going to be in front of people who otherwise would have never seen your content because these are people who love Odyssey. And we do have that dedicated user base that we are, uh, that we really love and uh, like us and we're happy to have. Well, uh, I see Tom just uh, gave us, what. so what are these tokens? Is that what we're calling them? That little uh, that little icon, the, the, the blockchain tokens? The real name is library credits, but library uh, credits. yeah. Okay. Well, be Thomas, tokens, credits, whatever. Thomas just gave us hundred. I appreciate that. Thank you very much for that. And uh, I think, I think he's, I think he's one of your, um, but yeah, he's one of us now. Now let me <laughs> ask you this because you know, YouTube being YouTube, uh, and <laughs> Thomas thrown under the bus. Okay, so I, I don't have the ability to pull in the chats from Odyssey yet. I, I, we, need, we need some sort of a tool for that. Not, and I, I don't yeah. think that's anything on Odyssey's side. That's, that's on the broadcast side. That's a plug-in i got to figure out for OBS. But uh, There's ways that we could make that easier that we've talked about. We actually 
emailed a stream provider who does stuff like that today. Oh, yeah? And there have been a couple we've talked to in the past. So yeah, we want that to be easier. We definitely do want to work on the live stream stuff. Because uh, like you said, Twitch used to be for gaming and stuff. Now it's yeah. all just hot tub streamers. There's a demand for live streaming Wait. that we could. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there's a demand for hot tubs and bikinis, I'm sure. But you know, there's there's I mean, other listen, Twitch. <laughs> they can uh, they can do that. I mean, listen, if they want to come to Odyssey, I mean, I'm not going to stop them. But uh, <laughs> there's also there's all these people who they just want to watch live streams of Fortnite or whatever that yeah. are getting that. So when when this. Um... When this thing takes off and it just really becomes the big competitor to YouTube, is has there been any discussion? Is there a concern? Because I don't know how you guys are set up on servers or, or where you're getting your your internet and your access and your and your your mainframe and all of that. But you look at something like Parlor, for example, which was up and running and it was fine. It was a competitor to, to Twitter until Amazon and Twitter coordinated and said, hey, we need to shut these guys down. And Amazon Web Services said, we don't like what you're doing. We're going to take away your ability to get out there into the public. Is there any kind of a concern there that at some point Odyssey gets big enough that somebody out like YouTube tries to get you guys shut down? So I think what protects us from that, kind of what you were talking about, is that we do have diverse content. So I look at, you know, Rumble or Parler or one of these websites, and it is pretty much exclusively politically right-wing content, mm -hmm. and for the most part, from people who are not allowed on main platforms. With Odyssey, I mean, you do see, like, some ordinary gamers. You do see Veritasium. You see kind of a diverse amount of content. So just that, I think, would protect us from that. Uh, beyond that, I'm not sure exactly how all of our servers and stuff are set up, but we would be fine. With the library blockchain and stuff, I mean, all the stuff would still be there. So worst case scenario, people just view stuff on a different uh, way. Now, terms and conditions, because, you know, a lot of these, you know, free speech platforms and all of this stuff, there are still rules. And, yeah. you know, YouTube is constantly changing theirs. I mean, we had the the COPPA thing happen here a couple of years ago with the kids programming and whatnot. And it, and it basically now is, it's all you until we decide that it's us and we'll, we'll recategorize your video and, and you don't have any kind of a say. I'm sure that there's particular types of content that's not allowed on Odyssey, but... As far as curating, publishing, Section 230, we're a platform, not a publisher, how much emphasis is placed there on let the creators put out whatever it is they're going to put out, we're not going to interfere? Is that a priority or is that just kind of it's there if it's there? Yeah, so as far as uh, changing the terms and conditions constantly, I've worked for Odyssey for 15 months about. And uh, we, in that time, we've only changed one thing, and all that was was to add a bit about comment section rules, and now they're slightly different than video rules. As far as uploading videos, I mean, we have pretty basic rules, like you're not allowed to upload porn, you're not allowed to upload, like, gore videos or torture videos or things like that. We do have, I mean, we're not a anything-goes platform in terms of, like, oh, I'm going to upload porn and this and that and just whatever I want, but can turn... Compared to a website like YouTube, we are way more lax, I would say. 
Uh, that being said, we're not an anything goes platform. You can't just do anything you want, but uh, we are definitely less restrictive and everyone works for Odyssey. I mean, we believe in free speech and stuff like that. We don't want to censor anyone's opinions. Now, the the diversity of thought question, you know, because like you mentioned, Rumble and, and some of these others have tilted a little bit right of center, especially when it, when it comes to politics and pop culture and, and that sort of thing. Uh, with Twitter, for example, everybody knows that Twitter is left-leaning, even though they say they're not, you know, but Jack came out and said they were. And it is the mix of people at Odyssey enough to make sure that Odyssey doesn't go a particular way ideologically is that is there are there safeguards in place for all of that and, and to say we're not going to go progressive left we're not going to go hard right we're just, we're just, we're staying out of it um so it depends on what you mean so in terms of like the content and like oh we have primarily left-wing creators we have primarily right-wing creators do you mean like that or just well, us as a platform well mainly you guys as a platform as opposed to you know because because youtube is definitely left of center twitter is left of center and it's not and it the the ideological bent of the people in charge has an effect on what actually gets shared with people so you know you get your you get your warnings on posts you get you know, suspended or, or, you know, you get your 24 hours that you can't post anything. You, you know, YouTube will give you a seven-day thing where you can't do anything live because you said something bad about Amber Heard type of thing. So a lot of that is determined by who's in charge. It's selective enforcement. So what assurances, I guess, what what would keep Odyssey from doing that kind of thing? So as far as us wanting to do something like that, I mean, we look at YouTube and we look at all these other platforms and we look at why someone would use Odyssey in those terms as opposed to them, which is, yeah, people are tired of them disabling dislikes just because they don't want White House videos to get massively disliked. Uh, people are tired of these health warnings over stuff. And like, listen, uh, whatever your opinion is on vaccines and stuff, I mean, we have half of our employees, you know, think one way we have half of our employees think the other way we're a diverse bunch of people even if like i wanted to soapbox about my own views i mean we have other people working for us who wouldn't and uh yeah we aren't interested in doing that we don't think anyone wants to hear us do that yeah uh we wouldn't be able to do that it's and, funny uh, it's funny yeah. you mentioned the the vaccine stuff because when i was i was setting up the streams today and when i was setting up the live stream to facebook I posted in the title of the video and I posted in the description of the video and I get a pop-up that says there's this has been fact-checked and some COVID thing. I'm like, I there's nothing in the show notes that has anything to do with COVID or the vaccines or anything. I have no idea why this thing popped up. I'm like, what are, what are you doing? <laughs> it's like... I. I don't I don't understand some of these some of these platforms getting so aggressive with policing people's speech. I understand yeah, why they're doing it, but you know, it's a pain in the yeah. neck. It's them forgetting like 
why people use them. You know, if I upload to YouTube, I just want to be able to, you know, make videos talking about what I want. And, uh, you know, say I think the earth is flat, like uh, however you feel about that. If I want to upload a video about, oh, the earth is flat, who cares? No. Uh, and that's kind of my own perspective on it. And I think that's pretty representative of the Odyssey perspective on it. So, so But you, uh, you look at YouTube 10 years ago, yeah, and it wasn't like a political platform where, oh, everyone on YouTube is super right wing or super left wing and it's all just political stuff. No, you just had normal content. And then as well, you had people who could speak their minds politically. And that's kind of what we want with Odyssey. Like it's not a political platform, but at the same time, people have the ability to be political in whatever they, way they want. Right. I think uh, YouTube probably shifted hard left after Google and Alphabet bought them more than anything else. Because prior to that, it's just, you know, it's the Wild West. It's, it's, you know, it's like free-range chickens. They're just running everywhere, and they're doing whatever videos they want and however they want to do it. And now it's all become automated and algorithmed and, and programmed and controlled to death that, you know, everybody's frustration with YouTube is, is completely understandable. But it also informs a little concern that okay, the next video platform that comes out that gets big enough to be bought by Google or Amazon or Apple or whoever, you know, now it becomes the big corporation that comes in and gobbles them up. It, is, is there an exit plan here for Odyssey? I mean, it was, let's, say, let's say Amazon decides to come in and say, we like what you're doing, we want to buy your company. Is that, a, is that off the table? So I think no matter what would happen with any competitor, like say Odyssey just blows up and it's this huge company, uh, YouTube would still exist. No. And I don't think someone would buy Odyssey just to make it the exact same as YouTube because then it's like, okay, well, what's the point of difference between Odyssey and YouTube? Uh, so that would be my thought on that, uh, just right off the bat. Um, otherwise, I mean, I'm not even sure where to go. I think people working at the company now, we wouldn't be okay with a censorship of free speech like that. Like we err on the side of, Hey, why don't we just let people speak their minds? And sure. If someone's like spamming or they're uh, doing stuff, then we might have an, a problem with it. But for the most part, I mean, none of us are interested in doing no. anything like that. All right. Well, uh, you mentioned the flat earth stuff. I do have a question <laughs> that spins mm -hmm. out of that, but we'll get to that right after the break. So uh, everybody stand by where we will continue with Drew Hancock with Odyssey right on the other side of this. Don't go anywhere. You're watching Sci-Fi For Me TV, your portal to the science fiction multiverse. Live from the bunker, the radio show that's almost as good as bacon. Hi everyone, Jason Hyde here, inviting you to join us every Saturday morning for news. The week's headlines in science fiction, fantasy, horror, comic books, video games, plus Comic-Con updates and the weather and the occasional interview along the way. We call it Good Morning Multiverse. We hope you join us every Saturday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 Central, right here on Sci-Fi For Me TV. Foreign Bodies, Saturday at 1 p.m. Eastern, only on Sci-Fi For Me TV. Back live from the bunker, 
My guest today, Drew Hancock. He is the community coordinator at Odyssey, which is a video platform that's competing with YouTube, and I think rather handily. Personally, my experience so far has been overall a pretty good one. I got to say, I've, I've been very pleased uh, for the most part. There, you know, there, occasionally there's a bug and say, hey, this thing did it, and I'll get an error message or whatnot. But the one thing that I think is the 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 biggest most notable distinction between odyssey and youtube is that i can send an email to odyssey and i can you know report the bug and say hey this thing did this what does it mean how do i change this how do i set this up and i get an actual response not only do I get a response, but I'm getting a response from an actual person. And I think Tom was the, one of the ones who helped set us up because we were one of the first channels to do live. And, you know, Tom was very, very helpful in getting us all figured out as far as like the settings and the bitrate and all these different things. But you actually have people that are responding to questions and bug reports and that kind of thing. So I'm, I'm going to I'm going to sing your praises on that. But here's here's my question. I said we're talking about the the flat Earth thing. But here is the here is the the telling question here, Drew. This is the make or break question. All right. Does pepperoni? I, I mean, sorry. Do, does pineapple belong on pizza? Oh no, uh, no, it doesn't. <laughs> okay, uh, I'll right. stand up for that. That's the All official right. Odyssey stance on <laughs> pineapple on pizza. Okay. So. Uh, if you uh, like pineapple on pizza, you're not welcome on Odyssey. <laughs> I'm going to clip that out. And we're going to make it into a, a promo. <laughs> you can you can take that. No, uh, but yeah, it's it's one of those things though. But uh, you know, there was there was one in particular. I'd sent a note, and I got a response back within like 24 minutes. And lately, I've noticed I've gotten the automated. Hey, we got your email. We'll get to you as soon as we can. That that's a new thing. But I'm, but I'm still getting somebody saying, here's what we ran into, here's what we're finding out, and we're actually, I'm actually getting a response from a person. That's, that's an important thing, I think. And, and however big you guys get, don't lose that. <laughs> yeah. It's, Listen, that, uh, that is an important thing. You were talking earlier about like mass flagging and stuff like that. Yeah. That only works whenever everything is entirely automated. Like if we see, oh, this guy's getting, he just got a hundred flags in 15 minutes on his video and we look at it and it's like, yeah, this isn't a violation like they're claiming it is. And we can just look at that and say, we're just going to ignore that. But whenever you have this whole thing automated, then you're like, oh, hundred violations automatically pulled off. Yeah. And that's uh, how you end up. My favorite example of this about a year ago, we had about a dozen wristwatch reviewers join at once. And I mean like, like a wristwatch like this, yeah. uh, because one of them got a report on one of their videos and got their videos taken down for like hate speech or something. And all they do is review wristwatches. And so like a bunch of them came over and it's like, what are we doing here? Like, come on. Okay. Well, see, yeah. because our, in, in our experience, you know, covering what we cover with, you know, sci-fi and, and fantasy and horror and stuff, there's a lot of, you know, Star Wars and Star Trek and Marvel and and you have that 
the the newer fans, let me say that I'll be I'll be charitable, but you have a, a, a block of fandom that's politically and ideologically driven, and these are the people that love the Last Jedi. They love Ray and Kylo Ren being together, and you know it's it's that group, you know, and they. The cancel culture and the cry bullies come after anybody that disagrees with them. And and the mass flagging comes from that. And we've seen some of that. We've seen a lot of that, actually. Uh, but also, we've started to see a, a good number of swatting attacks as well. You know, from people who are, you know, they're saying something. You know, I don't like what you said about Amber Heard. So I'm going to call in 911 and I'm going to make a fake report and try to get you try to get you killed by the SWAT team type of thing. In the different things like that, flagging and copyright claims and whatnot, that you guys have seen internally, have you seen a lot of that brigading and mass flagging and, and false reports on the platform yet? Or, or, or do you think maybe quite, I mean, you're not big enough yet? Um, as far as mass flagging, no. Like we haven't had okay. an instance where like, oh, a thousand people just reported this at once or whatever. Um, as far as like false reports and stuff, yeah, we get that and uh, we just toss them out. If someone doesn't violate our rules, it doesn't matter how upset someone is about it, we're not going to take it down. Now, what about copyright claims? Because one of the things that I have run into on, on YouTube a number of times, there's a company called AdRev and they will make a copyright claim in on behalf of a third party for a lot of the music that we use, which is licensed. I, I pay a fee every year and I have a license for all of the music and the Storyblocks website allows me to connect that account to my YouTube account. And that actually might be something that might be helpful here on Odyssey, but I haven't received copyright claims on material that I've posted to Odyssey as much as, you know, well, I, at all. YouTube, it's it's a constant thing, even though they have everybody's got copies of my license and the YouTube account is connected to the to the license account. Is there is there a way to mitigate some of that stuff? Because, I, you know, like you said, once it's all automated and it's all controlled by the algorithm, then it's, you know, anybody's anybody's game at, at that point it can all be abused what kind of safeguards do you have in place to keep that from happening besides just an actual real person eyeballing this because you guys get you guys get big enough 20 people are not going to be able to handle everything all the time yeah yeah that's a good point eventually yeah we'll have to automate some things obviously i mean we always want to have a real person at the end of it that people can talk to but yeah so copyright is difficult. So with the DMCA bill that was passed in the 90s, you know, you have all of this digital stuff about fair use and you can't upload this person's content or they can take it down. I think YouTube's system, I don't think it's terrible. I think what's terrible about it is how they enforce it. So mm -hmm. I don't like how the person uploading the content has to prove that they have, that it's fair use rather right. than the person making the claim has to prove, hey, this is violating my rights. And uh, I point. think in terms of gray areas and fair use, I think we want to err on the side of, hey, if we if it's not clear if this is fair use or not, we want to err on the side that, hey, we'll treat it as fair use. Um, 
one of the things with that, so yeah, people know that they can abuse the system because they know, oh, I put a copyright claim on this video, then all the monetization is going to come to me until the other person proves that, oh, I actually do have the right to use it. And that's where that comes in on Odyssey. We don't have bots like that that yeah. have shown up at least yet. So it's not really a problem with us for now. But the main thing with the copyright law is, yeah, we want to err on the side of fair use. We want to err on the side of people claiming fair use rather than people saying, hey, this violates my rights. And whenever we do get copyright claims, we do uh, verify it, say like, hey, do we think that they might have a legitimate case? And then uh, if we say, hey, this might be legitimate, then it turns between the two people themselves and they can work it out. Yeah. Okay. But I, that's, that's a good policy to have. I, I like hearing that. Um, you, you talk about the, the selective enforcement over at YouTube. And this idea of having to prove that you haven't broken any kind of a rule. Um, it, it feels like the algorithms have been programmed, and this is kind of garbage in, garbage out, but it kind of feels like that the algorithms have been programmed for a certain selective enforcement as well. It's not just the people that are there. It's how th how the algorithms are are programmed, you know, the machine learning and and that sort of thing. And I know you guys have have some automated things, but does does the automation with the blockchain and all of that stuff does that affect how things get upvoted, recommended? Because you know if 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 too many people flag your channel or whatnot, then then your you know if the algorithm doesn't like what you what you've posted over on YouTube, then it's going to kind of shove it off to the side, and it's not going to be in the recommended lists. It's not going to be in the trending list or anything like that. And and the the way you guys have the stuff showing up on your homepage for Odyssey, you, you know, it's an automatic thing. Is there anything that would prevent videos from showing up in recommended lists just based on what the content is? Um, so in terms of like a video not showing up in a category, it would just be, oh, it doesn't fit in this category. We are building a, uh, so right now we do just have the categories. We are building an actual recommendation system tailored for each person to where it says, hey, based off of this person's last viewership and stuff like this, we think you might enjoy this video. A yeah. um, couple of things with that. So YouTube does have an algorithm and a recommendation and stuff. That's certainly necessary. Uh, it definitely is a good thing to have an algorithm that works and helps people find new videos because, hey, if you're on a video platform and you can't find anything to watch, then you're not <laughs> going to be on that video platform very long. Right. One of the issues with YouTube, well, YouTube, first off, they do have pay to win stuff. And this is something that we've talked to creators about to where uh, whenever I go on YouTube, I noticed, hey, how come I'm always getting recommended the same Jordan Peterson video? Right. And it uh, turns to find out that people can pay to be that and get preferential treatment. And they do approach creators and say, hey, pay us this amount and we'll give you a boost. I did not yeah. know that. That's a, uh, yeah, that's something that we have insider information about. But yeah, I think the main thing is just keep it like, hey, we think people like this. Uh, I don't really care if it gets reported or whatever. If someone yeah. wants to watch this kind of content, we'll show them this kind of content. If they don't want to watch that kind of content, we're not going to show them that kind of content. And I think it's 
just as simple as that. With the recommendations too, one of the complaints with YouTube is that they won't show subscriptions. Like if you look at your homepage, it doesn't show people that you're following. It just shows yeah. like, hey, here's everything we think you want to watch. Our kind of idea with that is, no, let's always, if someone says, I want to watch this by following someone, let's show them that content that they have told us explicitly, hey, I want to watch more from this person. So uh, we're never going to say that, oh, our recommendations of what we think you want to watch are sure. more important than what you've told us you want to watch. Well, and the other thing I've run into here is is YouTube, you know, when they do notifications, hey, this channel's uploaded a new video or hey, this channel's going live in 30 minutes or whatnot. A couple of things that I've seen is, one, YouTube will limit that to three notifications per channel per day. So if I, up, if I upload four, four videos, for example, that fourth one, nobody's going to know is there unless they go to the channel they see it's there. And it's hit or miss if, if all of our subscribers are going to get the, the notification to begin with. You know, some people sit there and I've been told, you know, I didn't get a notification when you went live. You know, or I didn't get a notification when you uploaded this video or, you know, I'm getting this I'm getting this notification that you went live 12 hours ago. Those kind of things. Is there a mechanism at Odyssey? So if I'm following a channel because I get I get my notification, I get the push notifications from Odyssey. Is it every video that 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 channel uploads i'm going to get a notification on or are you guys limiting it because traffic and pipeline and you don't want to choke things out yeah i mean i think it should show everything if you know you're a person and you click that notification bell and i say hey i want notifications for this channel i mean who are we to not give notifications for it right. so yeah that one i think is pretty cut and dry if someone wants notifications we'll give them notifications if it floods their phone i mean that's their business <laughs> All right. Now you mentioned you mentioned the the pay stuff. You know the pay to be highlighted and that kind of thing, and the monetization on YouTube. There's there's that system in place, but the blockchain. You guys have crypto at, attached to this. How does that work? How do these tokens work in connection with everything? How do I benefit from being on Odyssey as a creator? So in terms of monetization, uh, we have you rewards. So anytime a verified user, that just means someone we verify they're a real person. So you can't like spam or bot or anything. Anytime someone, anytime a verified person watches one of your videos, you get paid a little bit of LBC. Beyond that, we have cash tipping and we only take a 5% cut. Then I think there's another 5% from the payment processor. So you get 90% of cash tips. Whereas with YouTube, you get, I think 50% or even less. 45 Coming out. Standards. 45 yeah. so there you go not even half they say you don't even get half of what should be yours yeah here in i think we're expecting it in two or three weeks we're going to launch the creator memberships that we've talked about for a bit and that's going to be to where i can say hey i'm gonna set tiers and you know a three dollar tier a five dollar tier a ten dollar tier whatever i can offer more features and people can sign up for that and pay me monthly uh, or you don't have to offer anything and just say hey if you want to support me Five bucks a month. That's it. You're not going to get anything just if you like me. Now, is that going um, to connect to a, just a crypto account? Or can I say, can I connect it to, say, like a PayPal account or something where it's just, if you're going to do $5 a month, it just drops $5 into my PayPal? Yep. So to start, it's only going to be through dollars. Eventually, we'll add crypto. And we are integrated with Stripe. 
So anyone now on Odyssey, they can go to settings and they can say, hey, connect my bank account. They go through Stripe and then you can set it up to where whatever you get on Odyssey, direct deposits into your actual bank account every couple of days. Okay. Now with with that also, you're talking about the, the cash tips. Is that kind of like Super Chats, I guess, over on YouTube? Is that going to work the same kind of way or is that is Yeah, it so that's, uh, that's already in. So that's like Super Chats or it could be like Super Chats to where, uh, hey, five bucks chat is highlighted it could just be a comment on a normal video you can also do it or i can just go to a channel page and there's a button at the top that says support i can just send you know five bucks or whatever it doesn't have to be a comment okay and then where does that what what path does that follow in order to get to me uh so that goes so yeah you have to link with stripe just like on the membership then it goes to your wallet there and then every couple days it would just automatically go out to your bank account Okay, so Stripe's the only option. You're not doing anything else like uh, subscribing. Uh, For now. As now. we go along, we want to have like as many payment processors, as many options as possible. For now, it's only Stripe. Okay, because I know there was there was a, a question when uh, when the whole thing with Parler was going on the first time when that got shut down, there was also, you know, PayPal was kicking people off. Stripe was kicking people off you know, the bank accounts and you had Amazon. There was all sorts of things like, we don't like what you post. We're not going to do business with you. We're not going to, you know, I mean, BitChute, I think, is still looking for uh, a payment processor that's not ideologically driven because, you know, oh, you're a conservative. We don't want to do any business with you. So has that been a concern? Because I think Stripe was in the middle of all of that as well because Visa, I think MasterCard was doing it has it been a has it been a problem for anybody has anybody raised a red flag and say you know what stripe did two years ago uh so not through odyssey i mean stripe likes us we have a decent relationship with stripe they haven't told us like no we're not gonna accept tips to this person so that hasn't happened yet but i mean that is to where we do want to have diverse options in terms of payments so like adding paypal adding other cryptocurrencies so i mean maybe at some point in the future stripe says no this person we're not going to let them get tips or whatever uh yeah, they would have other options. No. So what, okay, you've, you're rolling out the channel memberships, you said, in about two or three weeks. What else is in the pipeline feature-wise? So I think one of, in terms of specific features that are like right around the corner, uh, I don't really know because, you know, it just depends on when they're developed. I think in terms of what we are working on, we are working on more discoverability options in terms of finding new things to watch. So whether that's the recommendation system, uh, whether that's just having, uh, there are specific things on channels, like we're working on a way to make it so that channels can feature other channels. A uh, few things like that, because like I said, if you can't find stuff to watch, then you're not going to be on Odyssey very long. Yeah. So that's something that benefits creators who, you know, like a, small creators who don't have an audience who need to be discovered you know that'll help them also help users who want to find things to watch um beyond that i mean i think just general improvements like we just want everything to run smoother no one wants to use a website that buffers no one wants to use you know a live streaming service like uh, i think we can improve on that we can add stuff like you were talking about like you know live chats appearing on screen and things like that uh and just a lot of quality of life stuff just stuff that makes it easier things that uh basic features that we don't have yet, like right. being able to unlist videos, you know, just things like that. Uh, well, speaking of lists, uh, I do have, I do have a request. All right. Because when I set up, when I, when I, whenever I set up a, a, a video, whether it's a live stream or an upload, either one, 
it would be helpful to have a a spot in that setup where I can add it to a playlist. That's a good point because I know on YouTube they do that. Whenever you upload, there's a button yeah. that says add to playlist and then there's an options and you can just click a button and it's there. Right. Yeah, that's a good yeah, that's a good one. Let me I, let me I think that would probably be helpful more than more than being able to display my chats <laughs> because I've got to work around for that. But um it's it's been frustrating because YouTube has changed their editor. So when you get done, at, you know, you want to trim out the the dead space at the end and you can do your your pop-up windows to say, you know, watch this video next or watch this playlist next or whatnot. And going back in and changing all of that, I can't do it all in one sitting now. I have to go back, let it let it process, change it, let it process, change it. And it's really, yeah. really frustrating. Uh, I'll actually tell you, so I just got a message from Tom. And uh, so he's watching this and he said that actually I knew that we were revamping playlists. I didn't know that that was specifically a part of it. But yes, that's something what you were talking about, having it on the upload screen, having it work better. That's going to be part of it. Excellent. So uh, that hopefully uh, I don't know the timeline on that, but hopefully that's pretty soon. That's that's good. That's good to hear. See, and and it's that kind of thing where, you know, you you say, well, hey, it'd be nice to have this. YouTube would send me a note that would be full of boilerplate corporate speak easy thing legalese whatnot pr dribble and wouldn't give me an answer on that whereas yeah. you know this if i had sent if i had sent tom an email or i had sent an email up to the hello email and said hey you know here's a feature request i'd get something back in probably half an hour to an hour and says hey we're working on it here's the rollout or whatnot there yeah. was the response from actual people <laughs> means so much more than I think even you guys realize, especially with, you know, as, as much as I've seen people complaining about the lack of response from YouTube and, you know, cut and paste responses on Twitter. Don't cut it. You know, Hey, well, we're sorry you're having that experience. Send us a DM and we'll, no, no, give me a real person <laughs> that I can either send an email or I can do a, a little chat widget or something I've been able to do that a little bit on YouTube, but it's it, half of it's automated. I don't know that I'm talking to a real person. I just explained my problem, and you're asking me what my problem is. I I know I'm talking to a bot. So, yep. as long as you as long as you guys don't have bots, you get real people. I think you're going to do okay. So. Yeah, I mean, listen, the community feedback stuff. I mean, there are certainly people who think like, oh, I can make suggestions. Odyssey's never going to listen the community has affected odyssey a lot like the homepage redesign you know a few months ago we completely redesigned how the entire ui of the website how everything looks now i think it looks way better that was a community member who did that and said hey you know your website i don't like how it looks i'm going to redesign it and he pretty much just did it on its own started working for us and now he's a full-time employee of the company um so is any of this now, open source uh i don't no, I know that uh, the library stuff is open source on Odyssey. I don't know which parts are open source and which parts aren't. Okay. But um, yeah, and I mean, people have given us feedback that uh, sometimes people give us feedback and ideas for stuff that's not good. Like, uh, and I'll tell them like, we're not going to do that. That's not good. Yeah. But uh, the flip side of that is sometimes people give us feedback and it's like, yeah, that's a uh, that's great. We should do that. Well, and we end up doing it. And I remember at the, at the very beginning when we were setting up 
uh, live live stream here, uh, Tom and I had a lot of back and forth. This is what I want to do. This is what I need the channel to do. This is what I'm trying to do with this part. And, and he's like, okay, we can't do that yet. We're working on this. We're going to do this part. And it's this back and forth give and take of, you know, if I can give, if I can give you guys as much information about what I need to do. And then Tom comes back and says, yes, no, this maybe in the works. Um, not sure. Let me get back to you. And then I get a follow up saying, you know, what's what with everything. Speaking of which, Tom is in the chat saying all the front ends are open source. Some of the accounting stuff is not. And that includes iOS, Android, Roku apps too. That's another yeah. thing. He mentions the Roku. I, I think it's interesting that you guys are available on Roku. It was yeah. it was kind of funny because you know, uh, Mrs. Boss and I sat down. And I was, oh, Odyssey's on Roku. So I go over there and I was like, I can watch I can watch my channel on Roku because we've been talking about going directly to Roku. And setting up our own channel over there. And I'm not exactly sure what's involved in all of that. I haven't looked into it. But I'm sure it's expensive and I don't I don't want to spend that kind of money. But to to see Odyssey available on Roku and I can pull my channel up, I thought was kind of neat. What what was the thinking on that? Yeah, so a uh, couple things on the Roku app. So <laughs> just we want to be available minutes ago. Okay. Yeah, I was about to uh, say so one of the things we want to be available on as many platforms as possible, whether that's TV apps, uh, Android, iPhone, whatever. We just want to be available everywhere so that people can use us. Um, and then, yes, so actually we like literally just updated, released the, it was Odyssey unofficial for a while. Now I think it's just Odyssey. So uh, it should be a lot better. I have a Roku. I haven't gotten a chance to look at it yet, but uh, I'm excited for it. Well, but uh, that we out. haven't made an official announcement yet. But uh, so you're hearing it first here on Sci-Fi hey, for Me TV. Hey, I'll take the exclusive. I'll, I'll. That's that's fine. I won't complain. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, what about ads? Is there is there an ad supported model in the works at all? I don't. I don't even. I I don't know that there's been ads that show up on on my videos i don't i don't know that there has been i haven't really paid yeah. attention to that but with good you know with youtube you've got the google ads and i can sit there and i say okay because we we put the break in at the half hour so i can tell google ads drop it here not in the middle of an answer or a question or something don't interrupt us in the show i'll give you a spot is there a ad model for odyssey so currently we don't have video ads. Like we're not going to play ads on anyone's videos. That's not going to be a thing until we have a way to share revenue with creators. Like we don't want to be playing ads on people's videos and ruining it for them to not get anything. Right. Um, so it is going to be a thing. We do have a lot of, especially like larger creators who are coming over from YouTube say, hey, you need advertising so I can make money off of that. It's never going to be a thing to where we're going to force creators to have ads or we're going to run ads on people's content without paying on them. Uh, if, you don't want ads, don't have to have ads. If you want ads on your content, you can have ads on your content and you'll get paid for it. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, I don't know the timeline on that, but that is going to be a thing and that'll be part of the monetization. So one one difference then, because you've got the library credits and things for this, that's for everybody who's on the platform, right? Yeah. Okay, so there's crypto being generated for every user. 
add the ad ad monetization would be on top of that then yeah so it would be a just a separate thing so yeah okay. ad monetization that would be in okay. dollars so we want to have crypto monetization because there are people who are really into crypto and you can tip in crypto and stuff mm -hmm. But uh, you also have people who say, you know what, I just want dollars. And uh, we got to be able to cater to those people, too. Yeah. All right. Well, and the other thing, um, and, and this is kind of a bugaboo for me. I'm not sure if this has inhibited some uh, participation in the live chat. But I, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I understand that anybody who wants to put a comment in the live chat on Odyssey has to have a channel. Is that right? Yes. Okay. So you can't you can't just be a user and sign up with an account. You have to actually have a channel in order to be able to comment live. Yes, but there shouldn't be a hindrance to creating a channel. I think they're used to it back in the day, like whenever you made an account, like half the people couldn't get channels because they weren't getting reward approved and stuff. I think we've added it to the flow to where it's just part of it, like create an account and it says, hey, make a channel, blah, blah, blah. What if you've got so, people that, that don't have any interest in creating video? I want to I want to I want to watch, you know, comics with Perch. I want to watch Nerdrotic. I want to watch, you know, uh you know, Yellow Flash or the Epic Times or who, you know, whoever. But having the channel is required for me to comment. And that's yeah. that's kind of an obstacle, I would think. And, you know, because I don't you know, I don't have any interest in making a, a video. I don't need a channel. You know, some people will say, what what's your what's your answer to that? What's the workaround? Yeah. I think the correct thing would just be to make it as streamlined as possible because on YouTube, you have to have a channel to comment and do stuff too. It's just that people don't think about it because it's so simple. You just, you know, boop, and then, oh, channel's created. Well, so I think that would be the thing to do. Um, I don't know. I don't know if that's, if that's right because I know that there are some people who have commented on our YouTube things, our, our chat, because, uh, like for instance, Mindy here, she's got a Google account, but she doesn't have a YouTube channel. And she's yeah. able to, to participate there in the in the live chat and, and leave comments and whatnot. And she doesn't have to actually have a channel. She's got to have an account, but not a channel. Yeah. So with the Google accounts, I think they treat it as if you had a channel. Like if you're uh, just a normal person logging into YouTube and you don't have a Gmail account, then mm -hmm. yeah, they would make you create a channel and do your name and all that stuff. If you go to YouTube and you don't have, and you are on a Gmail account, then they know, oh, we can just use your name, already got the email, all that sort right. of stuff. But yeah, I think the thing to do would just be to make it as streamlined as possible to where people don't really think about it. Because uh, yeah, we don't want people commenting and their ad is like their email address or something. You know, We want people to be able to say, oh, I want to comment under this name and all right. of that stuff. Well, so far... Uh, I've been I've been very happy with the experience and and like I said I I didn't want this to turn into a, a one hour infomercial it's been it's been <laughs> informative because it I think you're right I think the awareness thing is a big is a big part of getting people over to the platform getting people to adopt you know using it watching videos creating videos moving you know migrating the material over um, I know you've got the integration in to where you can port all of the YouTube material directly into your Odyssey channel and it's automatic and, and whatnot. So there's an advantage there. So hopefully here in the next 
what, three to six months, you're going to start seeing an uptick because plenty of people are starting to starting to use the platform more. And, you know, all you can do is go up from here, right? I mean, that's a... <laughs> That's the way it's been so far. Just keep going up, and I think that trend will continue, and hopefully we get that exponential growth they talk about. All right. Um, Odyssey.com. It's O-D-Y-S-E-E dot com. They're also on Twitter at Odyssey Team, which is not Odyssey. <laughs> your, your Twitter handle is... Uh, yeah. Yeah. Odyssey yeah. was taken by a guy, I think, like 10 years ago. Yeah. He's got a very old account. So there is that, and uh, good luck with everything. And Drew, I guess we'll we'll check in at some point. And of course, you know, back and forth on the on the email as we run into run into situations and need need features and stuff. I'll I'll sit there and say, hey, uh, I need special treatment here. Give me this. Give me this <laughs> one feature here that nobody else can have. Right. Yep. Sounds good. Yeah, I look okay. forward to. Uh, I know I'll see you again and hear from you again. So I look forward to it. All right, appreciate it. And uh, thanks to all of you out there for being here. And if you've got questions, or uh, or comments, you can leave those. And of course, you can always send us an email live from the bunker at sci-fi for me.com. And that's going to do it for us today. And you can connect with us on odyssey and you know we do have the rumble and the twitch and everything we've got uh, all the different social media platforms there you can sign up for the newsletter and if you want to support us through paypal you can do that too and uh, that will be it tonight on the program we've got the ranker pit talking about the finale of obi-wan kenobi and then tomorrow night Blast from the Bunker. It's our second episode. We're interviewing Stephen Bassett, who is of the Paradigm Research Group, talking about UFOs and the government finally sitting there saying, well, you know, there's kind of a thing there that we didn't make. So we're going to be uh, talking. That's at uh, 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 Central, both of those shows. We do hope you join us for that. And then on Saturday, Foreign Bodies, we're going to Hong Kong. So join us for all that. And in the meantime, check out any of the rest of the videos. Sign up to follow us over on Odyssey. And remember, there are four lights. This has been a presentation of Sci-Fi For Me Radio. Copyright 2022 by Flaming Dog Media, LLC. All rights reserved. No portion of this program may be retransmitted without the express written consent of Flaming Dog Media.